Welcome back to the Take My Word Podcast. My name is Christian, and if I can say something about myself, I think that I can work really, really well on my, what's that word, what's that, I can think really well, oh, on my feet. Um, if I have a, like, something comes up in a situation, I feel that I can handle it pretty well, but that's not always the case. So, like, if we take a, like, go back a couple years I'm a big fan of the Saw movies, you know, like the gory, like the Saw movies with want to play a game, that, that, those movies. And they came out with Saw 7, which I was super, super stoked about, but they didn't release it like near me in like the big, the big budget theaters. They put them in, in the dollar theaters later on. So I went with my mom. I watched it for the first time and I was like, that was awesome. So then I went with my, my best friend and I was like, that was awesome. And then I was like, I want to see it again. So we were all hanging, me and a bunch of like my young, my younger friends. I was a senior in high school and like I had a friend that was like a soft, I had two friends that were sophomores, you know? And I was like, I really want to take them to see this movie, but they weren't 16 yet. So me and my two 18 year old friends go and <laughs> we meet the, the two 16 year olds there. Like, I don't know how we got there. And we went, and I'm like, okay, um, it's rated R, so maybe if we just go to, like, the automated ticket machine, uh, we can get the tickets. And we go there, and they wanted to, we couldn't buy them, because they were R-rated at, without showing your ID to the actual person behind the desk. So, we get, like, okay, big brain moves here. Let's buy a ticket for the movie right next door at the same time. And then we can just go into a different theater. This would work at any other movie theater in the world in any other situation besides this person that took our tickets there. <laughs> so we bought the tickets for them. I can't even tell you what movie it was. It was just, it was, it was AIDS. The movie, <laughs> nothing I would ever want to see. I can't tell you the name of it. Couldn't tell you the poster. Couldn't tell you any of that. So we buy these tickets. We go up, they rip them off. The guy looks at us and he's like, okay. And then we walk and we're like, okay, we're going to go into that movie because he he like stared us down we're like we're gonna go into that movie that was the plan we're gonna go into that theater wait a couple minutes and then go into the next theater over which was the saw movie so the plan was established we know we were going to go into that sci-fi movie and go over we had a 50 percent success rate with that plan because half of us didn't want to do what was set forth so half of us went to that the sci-fi movie, and the other half of us tried to go into the Saw movie. And the the dude that took the ticket, he's like, "Hey, hey, 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 you, hey you, mirror, mirror, that's the wrong theater, buddies." And I was like, "Oh my god, son of a bitch!" So I'm like, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." So we all go in there and we sit there, and then the, the previews start rolling. And I'm like, "This sucks." And we're getting on our phone like, "When's the next playing of this movie?" So we find the next show time is going to be at like late, like 10 o'clock was when it started. And I was like, I asked the two kids, I was like, can you stay out that late? Or is that, is that going to be okay? Staying out till midnight on a, on a Saturday. Is that fine? Like, yeah. My mom usually goes to sleep at like nine 30. I was like, awesome. Thumbs up. 
So we leave. We're like, we're not going to watch this. So we're like, what are we going to do? And uh, there's a place called, it's just like a fancy grill, uh, Japanese steakhouse. We're like, let's go to the Japanese steakhouse and we'll just order like sushi and that's it. Because it's super expensive. People usually go there for like special events or just when they want to spend a better, like a higher buck for like a Saturday, like a special once a month type of thing. So we go there and we got sushi and we were waiting for the next showing. And I was like, okay, it's going to be the same people. We're going to do this. We're going to like dress the age of 18. Everybody here is going to look 18 or 17 at least. That We're going to do this. So we go out to my car. In my first car, I had, I think my entire wardrobe was in there. I had every single clothing piece possible in there. So we go, we pump the trunk open. I was in a law enforcement program at the time, so I had my law enforcement uniform in there. So I threw the jacket on it, look, looking like I just... You know, got graduated from the academy. <laughs> I was ready to go, and I was like, "Okay, we have to, we have to change clothes." But I'm a bigger dude. I was wearing like two X shirts at the time. The rest of them, not so big. So I'm like, "Okay, I can't show up wearing the same clothes." Everyone, swap clothes right here. <laughs> so, so people, we're they're taking off our shirts in the parking lot, exchanging them for different shirts, and then one dude's like, "Damn, you're sweaty." He's like, "What do you want me to do about it, man?" And you get in this movie. We've already paid $5 total. We're invested now. This is happening. So we go in there. Um, we buy the tickets. There's no one to take the tickets. We walk straight into the, the theater. <laughs> and we just sat there wearing our like each other's clothes. Someone's still bitching about being in sweaty clothes. <laughs> and uh, we sat there. I love the movie for the third time, just as much as the first two times. My one, my one buddy, he was uh, traumatized. I think that he left the theater. He's never seen a Saw movie before. I don't think that he's even like popped a pimple and seen blood before, and he was freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, just leave. You drove here by yourself. <laughs> it's. Do you not know? Have you never seen a Saw? Like, you ever seen on like old YouTube? There was SpongeBob Saw. I watched that when I was like nine. That changed me as a person. I think I forgot how to smile after watching that. It changed me. So yeah, um, it was a good plan executed poorly the first time. Good plan. Uh, okay, it was a stupid plan second time with the clothes swap. Just to be like, why would you even change clothes? I don't even remember who you are. I see so many people a day. I cannot give two craps less about you. So we couldn't, we, we, we bought the tickets a second time too, which was what made me mad is because we paid again and we could have just walked in because we walked, we, we paid for a ticket. We never watched the movie. It would be the same, same price, you know, but yeah, you live and you learn, you know? So this week I got some, uh, interessante news articles for you. My, okay. So, you know, everyone's heard like the boomer memes, like, okay, boomer <laughs> old people, they most of them live very like carefully, which makes sense. But like, if you ever get behind a person that has a handicapped plate, it's not going to be a fun time. You're not going to get to work on time. It's just not going to happen. If I was, when I'm old, I'm going to drive fast everywhere. You know, I'm going to be like, and then you can pull like the old car and be like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, sir, you're going 116 in a school zone. Like, the kids should be in school. Like, they're trying to get there. But you're a danger. Like, 
man, if I don't get there before the early mer- uh, early bird special for Golden Corral, I'm going to catch these hands, son. Like, oh, okay, okay. Damn, I'm sorry. But uh, that's not true for old pe- for all old people, you know. Like a uh, North Carolina woman who turns 100 gets a unique birthday wish. North Carolina police arrested a 100-year-old woman at her nursing home Thursday, and she was able to cross going to jail off of her bucket list. What a baller. Roxborough resident Ruth Bryant has been uh, was having a celebration for her 100th birthday when police arrived at the Cambridge Hills Assisted Living Center. As her friends and family gathered, a person, a person county deputy approached with handcuffs and said, Are you Miss Bryant? And she said, It depends on what you want, Bryant replied. <laughs> he said, Here's what I want. I want you. I can go two ways. You, you be careful, Pershing County Deputy. You know what I'm saying? Bryant and the officer who said she was wanting, uh, wanted on indecent exposure were in on the gag. Bryant was handcuffed to her walker and placed in a patrol car, pretending to be put, uh, pretending to put up a fight. She playfully kicked officers. Don't kick me. I have a bad knee, said one deputy, to which Bryant replied, I've got two bad knees. Bryant's own daughter, Marion Oakley, did not know what to make of the unfolding. I know that she was 100 years old, but I didn't know, she paused, startled by the siren, that they'd be going this far. Bryant spent a few minutes in a jail cell and then received her orange jumpsuit printed with Burson County Jail on it. <laughs> I'm in the jailhouse now. I finally got here, said Bryant, before hugging the chief jailer and returning to her assisted living center where residents, family, and friends were waiting to cut the cake. Hmm. Neat. Well, you know, some people, you know, they want, like, AirPods. A call from that family member you don't talk to. A half-hearted, like, message on Facebook. She wanted to go to the jail. She wanted to, like, hear the the jailbird rock. You know what I'm saying? Hee-hee. <laughs> well, good good for you, 100-year-old lady. Okay, boomer. So, I'm in the U.S. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. But uh, where I am at, weed is still very much illegal. And uh, if you walk down the hallways of, like, my dorm building last year you'd think that that's not the case but it is illegal other countries have legalized it i'm bringing that up because a canadian boy of eight wins 200 dollars worth of cannabis at a youth hockey tournament a grandfather in canada says he was outraged after finding out that an eight-year-old his eight-year-old grandson who won a raffle at the youth hockey tournament of about 200 dollars worth of marijuana uh keith ruddle of British Columbia told Toronto CTV News that his grandson, who plays in a youth hockey league, had entered a raffle tickets to win a prize. Each team is usually responsible for putting a gift basket or prize package together with a minimum value of $50, Reddle told the station. And then when they told they have a, the big setup and they have a paper bag taped in front of each of the prizes. The prizes, Reddle said, are usually geared towards children. Reddle's grandson had put in his tickets in a particular bag. His family was later notified that he had won the $200 worth of pot, Reed said. 
uh, Rudd said, I'm sorry. A picture taken of the, the child's father shows various cannabis paraphernalia, including edibles, a lighter, and a smoking apparatus. My grandson thought he won a great prize, Rudd said. Dad, I want chocolate. No, son. Those are bad drugs. There are bad drugs in that chocolate. How do you explain that to a kid? The Dawson Creek Minor Hockey Association issued a statement explaining that the prize was meant for adults, never where the children were. The products did not appear on the donation table, only a photo and a list of items contained in the basket. The statement said, adding that the raffle winner had been given the option not to accept the prize. Federal police. Policemen for 32 years called the situation ridiculous. There is no place for drugs at a child's hockey tournament, he said. The association said it was updating its policies to ensure that this was going to uh, that going forward our charitable events are to be kept within policies and government policies. Our policies and government policies. That'd be wild. Like when I was little, I won like I remember in like elementary school, I won a raffle one time, the only time I've ever won anything like that. And I got it and it was just like a blue basket with some popcorn in it, and it was supposed to be the grand prize, so I got called down. I was just sitting in there coloring, you know, trying not to eat the crayons, and they're like, over there in the comments, they said, oh, person. I was like, yes, yes, God? Like, uh, come down to the office. I was like, here we go again. I, I left, and I went down to the office, and they're like, you won. And I was like, what did, what did I win? What, what is the prize? They handed it to me, and it was like a, a blue basket. Still had that blue basket in the counter. Like in the, one of the cabinets in the kitchen, and I was like, "What is what is the price?" They're like, "You you have two very good working eyes, Christian. You can look yourself." And I looked in the basket, and I was like, "I was thinking, like, man, did I win like tickets to like a football game near me? Did I win a football? Did I win more crayons?" And I look in there, and it's like a bag of like unpop popcorn, and like some M and M's, and like I walked back. And then, you know, I was like the kid that was sitting with the blue basket on his desk the entire time. And all the kids were like, what did Kristen win? And I was like, popcorn. I want, I want some popcorn. I was like, man, I wish I wanted some popcorn, man. Yeah, so. So that happened. <coughs> so, I try to keep all the topics on here. Kind of like, you know, not too offensive. Um, no, last week I talked about some, some te- sex toys. I don't know if that was over the line or not. It's my podcast. I can I can say what I want. But this week, bizarre Nazi theme parade to commemorate Holocaust victims causes outrage. Yeah, we're going to the Holocaust. Their um, description of this photo says, women wearing a Nazi uniform were part of a bizarre parade in Spain. Um, it is uh, two women in, I wouldn't even say that's a Holocaust uniform, like a Nazi uniform. They're showing a lot of cleavage, and then there's a man behind with uh, pajamas and a hat of the same white and blue stripes with a number on his chest. This is going to be spicy. Dancing Nazis in lingerie and pajamas clad concentration camp prisoners were among the participants in a bizarre parade commemorating Holocaust victims held during a Spanish carnival. The parade held Monday in the town of Campo de Cryptina included a Hebrew menorah lamp between two uh, cremation chimneys and other inappropriate images used to 
parade organizers to commemorate the six million Jews, men, women, and children who perished in the Holocaust, and all those who suffered persecution and uh, extermination because of their race, sexual orientation, religion, ethnicity, origins, or political ideas. Among the attractions during the parade were a young group of dancing women wearing stylized pajamas and waving Israeli flags, a float featuring a building a pair of chimneys, a side of menorah, and a black-clad Nazi woman carrying an eagle-topped staff. Armed men wearing brown German soldier uniforms and a Nazi dominatrix leading <laughs> pajama-wearing men. Oh, boy. And then they have a tweet snap, like a tweet from stopantisemitism.org saying, horrific Nazis in Israel Holocaust flag bearing women and the central theme of Spain's carnival celebration today. Sorry. And then the village of Campo de Criptina. Well, you know what this is. being be like that sometimes, you know. <coughs> Let's keep reading. Instead of honoring the victims, the parade has outraged Jews everywhere. We condemn the vile and disgusting representation uh, banalizing the Holocaust at the carnival of Campo of Campo de Cryptina, making fun of the six million Jews killed by Nazis, European countries most must actively combat anti-Semitism, said a tweet from the Israeli embassy in Madrid. In a tweet, the Auschwitz Museum, where many of the Holocaust victims were murdered, said the parade was hard to describe memory upside down, far beyond vulgar kitsch, Without any re- relevance, without reflection and respect. That's a lot of our words in one sentence, you know what I'm saying. Spanish p- politicians were quick to condemn the parade as well. Horrified at the carnival parade in Campo de Cretina, Spanish Foreign Minister Arancha Gonzalez Lea said on Twitter, I totally reject the any. That's a big word. I, I'm not even trying to say that. It's bad, he said. It's real bad. Hard to describe memory. I just said that again. Uh, then they put it in Spanish. Cannot read that. Continue on. The Campo de Cretina Town Council, which organized the parade, issued an apology of sorts in a statement. If the aim was to commemorate the victims, it's obvious the attempt fell short. We share the criticism that has been expressed. They took they took ownership for it. Cannot blame that. It's just I feel like in today today's day and age just not ignore these type of things just let's not dress up like nazis with your boobs hanging out we should be fine <laughs> you know it's it happened let's uh, prevent that type of behavior and not condemn we'll condemn that type of behavior and condemn the people that still try to push this stuff and just let's move forward why do you have i understand trying to like remember like remember the six million jews like for example, when I was in show choir in high school, uh, a school around us had a 9-11 show. And to say the least, people didn't like it. <laughs> it started off, they're like, in New York, they're just like, ah, wow, look at us, we're in New York. Wow. You know, like, common show choir, jazz handy stuff. And then at the, it was, this school had money, man. They had money falling out of their pockets. They walked down the hallway, and like, a dollar fell down, they'd look at it, and it's like, spit on it, keep walking, and that's how much money the school had. So they had this huge TV screen that took up the entire stage, like, end-to-end, huge. The pixels were the size of, like, basketballs. 
And uh, in the back, they just have, like, New York, like, statues, and, like, the Twin Towers and everything. And then uh, at the end of it, like, they started, like, their speakers started going crazy. And, like, and then uh, they completely flooded the entire stage of smoke. And then the screen turned, like, from, like, you know, New York. Oh, wow. The place to be. To a fire. They come out in tattered clothes. And they started bring, uh, singing, uh, uh, what's the song? Something like something about a uh, fire, some song related to fire, like burn, uh, burn the whole place down. And I was like, oh my god! And then they come out and they started saying like they had a line of students at the front of the stage and they started saying actual people's names. Oh, it was lighted up. The song was lighted up, lighted up, up, up on fire. I was like, oh my god! They had these kids line up across the stage and start saying actual names of people that died during 9-11. So to say the least, people, uh, they didn't win many competitions. Was it good? Yes. Was it inappropriate? Hi, yes. Was there a person in the audience that was related to one of the people that was mentioned during the show because their father died in 9-11? He, yes! Was it awkward? Was there a weird mentality and weird vibe going around after watching that performance and leaving the auditorium? Hi, yes. So, let's leave dressing up as Nazis. Let's leave singing Lighted Up about 9-11 to a minimum. Make no. Let's not do that. <laughs> if you can take anything away from this podcast today, don't make a show choir show about 9-11. And don't dress up as dominatrix nazis with the boobies hanging out and you'll be a-okay but uh you know take my word if you want to that's not that's up to you you know okay if you know anything about men and like friend groups you know the boys gotta eat the boys eat first you know it's serious because boys is not spelled B-O-Y-S, it's spelled B-O-I-B-O-I-S. So it's a McFishel. The boys gotta eat. Student buys plane ticket just to get $227 worth of Chick-fil-A. A New York-based student bought a plane ticket to get $227 uh, a $227 meal from Chick-fil-A. <coughs> How far are you willing to go to get some Chick-fil-A? For a New York student, that meant spending $98 on a plane ticket in order to pick up $227 worth of fast food for him and his buddies. Can I say $227 again? Are you going to gonna click off because $227, $227, that's why that's how I feel like I'm talking right now. According to the new news outlet, the United Press International, Vincent, a senior at uh, an institute in Troy, New York, had a break from a track and field competition when he and his teammates got a craving for some fried chicken. I've never thought about Chick-fil-A being fried chicken, but I guess it's fried chicken. The student won a Chick-fil-A, but unfortunately, besides the location, Albany International Airport, the closest restaurant was like 90 minutes away by car. Not wanting to make a three-hour road trip to get chicken, the team opted to chip in $5.50 each to purchase a one-way ticket to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. No, Petrino didn't fly to Florida to get Chick-fil-A. Instead, the boarding pass allowed the student to go through the airport security without a hassle to buy the fried chicken at the international airport. Um, it was documented part of the trip. He documented the part trip on Instagram. 
The boys gotta eat, he captioned the post, which included pictures and video. Wow! I didn't... You could put pictures and videos on Instagram. I had no idea. This dude has 196 likes. He is popping, man. I wish I was as cool as him. I wish I could buy, buy a ticket and get some French chicken. Uh, Petrino ended up purchasing $227 worth of food, 15 chicken sandwiches, 15 large fries, 13 orders of 13-piece nuggets, a lemonade, and a bag of cookies. One lemonade? I hope it was like... No, it was one lemonade. <laughs> Is this for him? <laughs> it was more like a challenge. If we could have done that, we uh, we did we did successfully. We were psyched about that. After purchasing the fried goods, he slightly left Albany International Airport to eat lunch with his buds. Uh, if the craving for Chick-fil-A returned, would he pull off the stunt again? He said, I'd do it again if my teammates wanted. Would probably do it on a Monday when the flight was a little cheaper. Man, what a dude. Which was cool as that. Dude, he's on like candid camera leaving with all that chicken and one lemonade for himself. Wow. You know, the, the boys eat first. Like, me and my friends, we have like a Snapchat group chat. And they'll always send like photos, just like weird photos, and like the boys eat first, saying like you get to see this sexy picture of me for Instagram. And do we post it on Instagram? Ha no. Have I posted anything on Instagram since Thanksgiving Day about me running in a race? Ha no. Am I going to post again on Instagram anytime soon? No. I won't. I don't live my life through like my Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I post my Facebook is for memes. My Instagram is for I don't care. Have I deleted Instagram before? Yes. Have I gotten it again? Yes. Why have I gotten it again? To look at cute girls at my school. Is that weird? Debatable. That's just me, man. You can't change it. But, uh, going back to movies. So I was talking about, like, <coughs> I was talking about Saw earlier. One of my favorite movie franchises. You want to know another one? You want to know another? I actually, I have a little tidbit for you. Um, what did Buzz Lightyear say to Woody? A lot. There's three movies and a couple short films, too. Anti-Joke of the Week. Did you see it coming? No! Was it good? Uh, no. That's how I roll. That's how, that's what I do. I got to snip it in there because I it's the element of surprise. Was it funnier that way? No. Did it even make sense how I structured that sentence? No. Am I going to record that again? No. Is there going to be cuts in this podcast? You know. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be the show for this week. Um, I talked about trying to sneak my underage friends into movie. Closing, clothing change. And talked about fried chicken. And talked about, yeah, huh? a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be the episode for this week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at TakeMyWordPod. That's TakeMyWordPod. Um, tweet me if you like the show, uh, follow, if, follow if you want to, um, I post on there sometimes, um, yeah, I'll see you guys next Thursday, bye.